Junk food, junkie. Ba, 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 ba. Build that wall. Build that wall. Be gone with ye, vile devil shit. They have a little heart on their butt. <laughs> Mexico-inspired, Chinese-inspired food. Carl Sagan got around. Did you know that? The only good place for Joe Rogan to be is far away. And that salad dressing is freedom. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Sushi it's a stormy night in Nashville. Is it? Rain has fallen down like no, old not. dogs dying I, in a field. I just drove here. Also, what does that mean? No, it, it looked like it was going to be rainy, but it's not rainy. Um, I, I don't understand. Well, I thought maybe we could do like this whole noir thing. I was going to do a noir thing. No, I don't like that. You quickly deflated my noir thing. Also, it's raining like dogs falling dead in a field? Yeah, that's the thing. Is it? A lot of dogs. Like <clears throat> like the municipal dog pound let mm-hmm. them all run free. <laughs> Gave them a, a quick-acting virus. Okay, okay. And in a field. Right. Obviously. Mm-hmm. And they all died within 45 seconds. So, in this scenario, rain falls really quickly for one second, and then it's over? I guess, yes. Because then yes. we're out of dogs well, and or raindrops? And when it hits the ground, it sort of <laughs> oozes a little. <laughs> Wait, dogs to raindrops? Yeah. What's the ratio of dogs to raindrops? I think one dog probably represents something like a thousand raindrops. That seems right. They had like what, what 40 dogs. What breed are we talking about? It's a variety. Well, you know. I mean, obviously... A Shih Tzu yeah. is not going to represent the same amount of raindrops as a lab. Okay, okay, so now we're really getting into it. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, okay, so a lab represents a thousand raindrops. Mm-hmm. Okay. A Shih Tzu, is that a little dog? Yeah. How little is a Shih Tzu? I don't know. <laughs> you just know it's a little dog? Yeah. You don't know how little? Let's say it represents a hundred. Let's keep things in... Okay. It okay. roughly intends... St. Bernard. It's like a million raindrops. Wow. So you only need one St. Bernard to have a pretty good rainstorm. All right. Yeah. I can't argue with any of this because it's all gibberish. Chihuahua? <laughs> Chihuahua's like five raindrops. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, a fat Chihuahua? Like right. a Chihuahua with a problem with Cheetos? What 15. if I met a genie? Okay. And I had the three wishes. The okay. first wish, okay. I wish for um, unlimited enchiladas. Throughout Ooh, my whole that's life. That's a good wish. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a very good wish. Second wish, yeah. I wish for unlimited heartburn medicine because that's a lot of enchiladas. <laughs> okay. And then the third wish, mm-hmm. I wish for a pound puppy. You yeah. remember pound puppies? Uh, certainly I do. To come to life. Okay. Now, how many raindrops are represented by that pound puppy? Well, it's a puppy. It, well, and they're very small. Wait, was that the thing with pound puppies? They were small? Well, I mean, they're smaller than regular dogs. Oh, a puppy is smaller than a regular dog. Well, pound puppies are smaller than regular. Specifically? Was that part of the thesis of that show? I mean, I didn't know it was a show. I'm talking about the toy. Oh, there was a show. Pound okay. puppies was a show. Well, I'm talking about the yeah. toy. No, there was... Okay, all right. Okay. That's... It, okay, if it's a toy, it's oh. a fraction of a raindrop. Like an eighth But it's a, a, a living toy. Because I... Sure. It's still, I mean, it still represents the same amount of rain. I mean, it's, I don't care either the, way. I'm just chowing down on enchiladas. Well, no, the rain, <laughs> the rain is proportional to size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Enchiladas, tums, enchiladas, tums, enchiladas, right, right, tums. Right. Uh, so the size, it doesn't matter if it's alive or dead. It's just the size of the pound puppy. Does it make sense? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Somehow it does to me. <laughs> um, I mean, it makes as much sense as any of this is ever going to make. Right. Welcome to Sushi Jackknife. Hey. You're here. We're here. We're all here together. It's not raining. Dogs don't really represent raindrops. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. I'm ready for a beer. We're not... We're queer in the sense that we're weird, but neither of us are gay. What? Is that what that means? Yeah. You were never aware of that? I had no idea what they were chanting about. We're here. We're queer. We would like another beer. I thought they were just saying that they're yeah you know, no that's like a it's like unusual. a ra- it's like a common rally in bear bars hmm yeah go figure it's a thing
Well, you live, you learn. Yeah. <laughs> And really you, should stop just screaming that down the street, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm was, gonna give people the wrong idea. It was pretty detrimental that time you went into court for a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the judge did not smile that kindly would, on you. That would explain why contempt of court didn't help that you were in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Alabama, where they are so, so, so not okay with that. Well, let me tell you about Alabama. Tell me something. Uh, this last week, I drove through Alabama. <gasps> oh to yes, Florida. You were on vacay. Yeah, and then I drove back, uh, also through uh, Alabama. Uh, you in, did all the driving. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Okay. I mean, uh, my my wife person drove a little bit. Oh, okay. I mostly drove. How much did Oliver drive? Mm, I mean, twenty five percent. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's that's acceptable for an yeah. infant. Anyway, um, <laughs> so on the way back, we stopped for a restroom okay break but because you know you have to do that and in one of the restrooms uh public restroom there is a sign over the toilet that says when you are done please push the lever to flush okay i can only assume that they've had to put this sign up because people in alabama <laughs> Could not, for the life of them, figure out how to make their bodily ways to go down the toilet. <laughs> I, I imagine there was a lot of confusion, probably yelling. Just, yes. Just screaming, get away, poop! Yeah. <laughs> Be gone with ye, vile devil shit! <laughs> <laughs> I banish thee to the depths of hell! Hail! Uh, Alabama's terrible. Alabama, However, um, as much as I'd like to just wail on Alabama. Whale-abama. <laughs> I have made it abundantly clear that the the state I will feud with is North Dakota. Yeah, oh, yes. I can't have two states. You're right. You've established. Maybe told, Alabama can be my state. Oh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's up to you. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Being from Georgia, uh-huh. in Georgia, we make fun of Alabama. And it takes a lot for Georgia get, to get to make fun of someone. Sure does. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just suddenly you just suddenly turned into a hardware store owner from Minnesota when you said that joke. <laughs> oh, 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 heck, oh, oh, heck, Blair, Blair from Blair's Hardware. Now this is this is a real guy. Okay. If you go on the YouTube mm-hmm. and you need to know how to how to wind your line trimmer, okay, mm-hmm. whether it be electric, whether it be gas, Blair can help you. What if it's manual? Uh, he cannot help you with that. <laughs> Blair doesn't. It never experienced a manual uh, wire trimmer. Oh heck! Yeah, line trimmer. Oh no! Literally, I did. I don't know how to put line in the spool on my weed eater, mm-hmm. and so I had to find. A guy do, in Minnesota to tell me how to do it. What you do Blair. is just when it's time to replace the the string, just throw the whole thing away. Oh, yeah. Get a new one. Yeah. It comes pre-wound. You don't have to worry about it. Is that it. true? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know I could do if that. If you buy a new one, it's just right there. So just Shh. throw it away. Huh. It's the American way. You're right. Shout out to MrHardware.com. A real thing that you can access on the interweb. MrHardware.com? MrHardware.com to help you figure out simple shit that no one ever taught you. Man, how how quick do you think he had to get on the internet oh. to get the domain MrHardware.com? 1996. Like, he, he's Serious. the first. Oh, yeah. Th- that domain, no kidding, is probably worth 40-ish thousand dollars. I would right imagine now. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever look up a domain and it's like two thousand dollars, and then you look up another domain slightly altered and it's like a dollar. Like, I okay. I'm gonna be honest. I never I've never experienced really? this in my life. I have bought a surprisingly large amount of domain names for various projects and business ideas just to secure them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot. I've only this is only a few times, and it costs you basically. It's like twelve dollars a year. Okay. To own the domain for something that no one cares about, right? Right. Now, I'm sure that like beer.com is a seriously expensive domain name or football.com probably routes you to the NFL. But, you know, 
Actually, I'm going to check that out. JustinLCroft.com is a cheap domain name, which I own. Fuck you, guy in England, who also has my name. Well, does he the have L. the L? He doesn't have the L. Just well, then he has no interest in that website. You're right. But he does own JustinCroft.com. Guys, if you're looking for antiquarian books uh, or just pictures of a skinny English man, JustinCroft.com is your destination. Uh, football.com does not redirect really? to the NFL. What is it? It's a, um, a site helping you manage, track, and report all of your youth soccer-related activities Oh, for free. Wait a minute. So it's not football.com. It's football.com. Football. Oh, my God. The Europeans got there first. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is why America gets no respect. Make America internet again? Build that wall. Build, build that, that wall. wall. No, I don't really build it. It's a bad idea. I mean, he, he can build a wall. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend. Well, as we've seen... You know, immigrants are pretty industrious at getting around most barricades. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that a brick wall is going to do much at this point. But first, we have to circle back around to pound puppies. Pound puppies. I never... Yeah, I think that was the stinger. Um, I never knew there were toys. Really? Yeah, you never knew... You never knew there was a show. First off. Okay. If you knew there was a show, you should definitely know there are toys. I know, but I didn't retain the memory of those thousands of commercials I witnessed as a child. Every single TV show (sighs) that you watched as a child had a corresponding toy. Can I say something about our generation of millennials? No, you can't. (laughs) You're going to do it anyway. I am, yeah. These days, there are controls i think to a certain extent against marketing towards children when we were children and you're a little bit younger than me so maybe even it was harder core when i was a kid i think the marketing to children was off the charts oh it's a it's like a bean bag yeah toy. it's a pound puppy i didn't i might have Come even on. had one of those and just not realize you know that's bad branding on their part i might have had some of those and not realized it was a pound puppy oh, they, branded they're toy. very noticeably branded oh, i didn't know that they have a little heart on their butt Oh, that's right. They do. You're bringing back so mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm. Well, the cartoon show is memorable because Cooler, this this I remember because I was Cooler for Halloween when I was like two. Oh, I doubt that. No, I was. You I definitely was cooler. were not Cooler. Well, not in, the, not in the adjective sense of the <laughs> word. <laughs> I was literally Cooler from the Pound Puppies, a character. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not that I would. Fuck you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that just <laughs> dawned on me. so yeah i was i was literally the character cooler and um boy those pictures are embarrassing by the way but come on we're recording a fucking podcast um and i used to watch the show religiously so i knew that there were different characters the most memorable character besides cooler Mm -hmm. who was cool and had spots and stuff and big black ears do you have spots or dots he had spots. They were pretty big. Not dots? I don't think so. Dots, I picture smaller. Okay. Yeah. These were spots. They were large. Why are you mincing spots and dots? Don't mince your spots with your dots. Anyway, so they had this dog who was the junk food junkie. Now, I don't think that was his go-by name, but his song was Junk Food Junkie, and there was this whole... How'd that go? Uh, actually, I remember junk food junkie, da, 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 da. junk food junkie. Oh, so they ba, spent ba, like ba. two seconds on lyrics for that song. Well, there's more. I just don't remember the oh, verses. Okay. There's, I just remember junk food junkie. Ba, 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 ba. Anyway, and this dog, all he does, he's uh, he's an overweight dog. He looks poorly. Actually, he looked sort of homeless as well. And all he did was eat junk food that he got out of trash cans every day, which was an association to children to not eat out of trash cans, obviously. So that's what I remember about Pound Puppies. What I remember about them is I didn't know there was a TV show and I never bought one. <laughs> so did someone give you one? No. You just you just remember the toys yeah. existing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but everything when we were kids had a corresponding toy. It sure did. Many of the TV shows just existed to sell the corresponding hundred percent true. Transformers, Transformers, GI Joe. Yep. If I'm correct, though, you know what? I think GI Joe might have had comics before it did anything. Well, else. I know it had toys before it. It had a show. Yeah, definitely. Because definitely. it had toys in like the the seventies, right? And then it had the show, which no, was very educational. Yeah, 
Well, <laughs> the best part about the G.I. Joe cartoon was like the don't walk across power lines segment mm-hmm. at the end. <laughs> and then it was and instead of going, the more you know, right? they went... Uh, Knowledge is power. Wasn't that G.I. Joe? Yeah, that was Knowledge yeah. is power. And then they go, G.I. Joe! Yeah. Which was their their stinger, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, and Transformers does not hold up. I, went, I tried to watch that. I didn't ever watch Transformers. No, I did. I watched Transformers. I watched G.I. Joe because I remember the Cobra Commander, like this, you know, snake man. It was yeah, pretty I, memorable as a child. I watched... I mostly had G.I. Joe's. Like, you just had toys. Them? I don't think I, I watched it. I only... I didn't have G.I. Joe toys. I had... I was really into Ninja Turtles. Well, I was, too. Ninja Everyone Turtles hit was. hard. Yeah. And if you weren't, you're definitely not... Cooler. Cooler. <laughs> From the Pound Puppies. I was so possessive, by the way. And this is a little embarrassing to tell, but I, I was so possessive of my toys, particularly my Ninja Turtles, which I had in a simulated sewer pipe i'm familiar you know what i'm talking about did you have one of those no there was like a bucket that you my put cousin in okay. had everything oh okay okay all of them anything ninja turtles he had it he had it that, i was kind of that kid i was i was like i was an only child you know he had nunchucks oh yeah. he had a bow staff thing i, I didn't have that i didn't have these things he had the the little like cantana oh yeah is that the, what they're the, called? Well, the, the katanas? Yeah, the katanas. Forks. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the big he had forks. Those. Raphael. Yeah. yeah, katanas. Yeah, I I didn't have any of that. I just had the figures. I made. I tried to make my own nunchucks multiple times out of pencils. Man, I never worked that well. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I had a whole bucket, sewer pipe bucket of Ninja Turtles. And the neighbor kids wanted to come over, and the neighbor kids didn't have as many toys as I had mm-hmm. because uh, their their parents were getting a divorce. Um, well, they should have had a lot of toys then. Uh, they didn't know. from both sides, but they were so sad. Their parents were so. These kids, I have more stories about these kids. This is a preliminary story about these kids. Okay, preliminary story is they would come over to my house to play. Mm-hmm. I would run upstairs and lock my toy room door from the inside and shut it. So they oh, sorry, it's locked. <laughs> so there's no possible way you can play with my toys. We'll just have to do something else. Very possessive of my things as a child. I'm like 8 at this point. Mm-hmm. Very possessive. And you still do it now. I kind of do. All yeah. the time. Yeah, I I don't whenever like I come in you immediately run to all the rooms and lock it and go, oh, we can't get to anything. I guess we'll just... I guess you'll just have to leave. We'll just go outside. Yeah. Let's <laughs> These, go climb a tree. Let's do it. That belongs to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, uh, these kids were horrible. They, um, Their parents really were getting a divorce, and it was really sad. And my, they would sometimes like come over, like one of the parents would come over to the house. These guys went on vacation at one point, Nathan, and left their front door open. Did it's, you go in their house? Uh, no, my mom went over there and closed it. I think I'm remembering this correctly. Yeah. So they left their front door wide open and and were go- you know they had was left. there a storm door no it's just open like that's the- very trusting i guess i wish more of us would do that <laughs> maybe that's what the world needs no it's not what the, the world, world needs. needs more people willing to leave town with their door wide open um no so uh <laughs> there's nothing else i can do would disagree with you um Another time, these kids, we got a call because they had been left home by themselves. Now, they were a little older than me. One of them was, anyway. One was, like, my age, and one was, like, 13. They were on the roof, and they had planned to jump off the roof. Not in a fit of suicide, mm-hmm. but just to, just to kind of see what happened. Two-story? Yeah. They definitely would have broke their legs or their arms or their something had they jumped off the roof. See, here's the thing. I feel like it was irresponsible of you guys to stop them from finding out. Yeah. Because they still don't. Well, I mean, maybe they do now. Maybe they're done. They, they could didn't, be dead. They didn't know what happens. Are, are you saying? You should let them jump off and learn for themselves. <laughs> I thought you were kind of saying, like, we should. I should have let them go just to like eliminate them from the gene pool. No, no, life. no. Okay. They wouldn't have died. Okay. But, you know. If you shatter both of your legs one time, 
<laughs> Lesson learned. You're, you're right. You know better the next time you think, I wonder what would happen when I jump off of this proof. You'll go, wait a second. We've done that. Got it. <laughs> so it's not like a passive eugenics program that you're no, proposing. Okay. No, no, no. Um, I think it's good for people to learn for themselves, you know? Well, yeah. You don't want to feed them the answer. Let them figure it out. Yeah, that's true. That's See, why I'm going to let my kid stick his finger in any electrical socket he wants to. That's what I was going to get to. He'll only do it once. Yes. <laughs> and potentially be harmed. But yes, only once. Only once. Mm-hmm. So what's going on in the world? I mean, a lot of a lot of things are going on. There the is world. a lot. The uh, RNC oh, was the this RNC. week the uh, Republican National Convention um, in the lovely town of of Cleveland. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, well, you know why? I don't know why. Actually. Ohio is a battleground state. Ah, uh, it's so, a purple state. So they're desperately trying to get Ohio. I see. Um, they don't usually have it in Ohio. No, they they bounce it around. Rotates. They it it rotates, rotates, right? Around. Yeah. 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 Uh, the best part, by the way, I don't know if you've watched any of I, I caught just a tad. Uh, was the speech from one Theodore Quincy <laughs> Cruz. Don't know his middle name. Also don't know if his name is actually Theodore. Did you say Hershey? Uh, Quincy. Quincy. Theodore Quincy Cruz. The fourth. TQC, baby. Mm-hmm. All the way. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, typically at these things, it's it's like a high school pep rally. <laughs> <laughs> where yeah. everyone gets up and they're just like, we're going to crush them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a final lap scenario right, right. for who, the presumptive, as NPR always has to say. Until the he presumptive accepted candidate, yeah. yes. Um, so Ted Cruz got up and everyone else has been like, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, woo. And Ted Cruz just can't bring himself to do it. Oh, he can't. So... He gets up, and everyone's expecting him to endorse Trump. Yep. And he says, what you should do is vote your conscience. Yes, vote your conscience. <laughs> up and down the ticket. Just vote your conscience. And the people from New York, they're up front, <laughs> start chanting, endorse Trump, endorse Trump, because they like three-syllable endorse chants. Trump. Yep, they sure do. Build that wall, endorse Trump. Common knowledge. I want shoes. Like everything that's three <laughs> syllables. They love. Cheese tastes good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he responds by saying, I appreciate your enthusiasm, delegates from New York, and just keeps talking. <laughs> Way not, to shut him down, Cruisemeister. Not endorsing Trump, even as everyone boos. Mm-hmm. And then Trump walks in in the middle of Ted Cruz's speech. As if to say, hey, don't pay attention to him. I'm here. I'm fantastic. Right. <laughs> Which is exactly the thoughts going no, through No, he Donald actually Trump's he said it out loud, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I'm sure he just muttered it to himself. <laughs> to someone. <laughs> so, Trump-tastic. Ted Cruz got what I feel like he's been deserving for a very long time. Mm. Just a hearty round of booze. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Trump did not get what he has been deserving for a long time, which is a swift kick to the testicles. Right. So, um, And Cruz's whole thing, <laughs> at least according to PBS News, which I was watching yeah. yesterday, um, PBS News on there, the, the clip that they showed was uh, uh, Cruz not only a, a bit of his speech, but also at a, at a rally later in his home state, which is Canada. Um <laughs> and his reasoning was that trump had slandered his wife and father and he was just beating this like wife and father thing into the ground yeah about how he had slandered his wife and father and it's like well okay good point but i don't think that's what this is really about not to mention that's kind of his thing it is beating one thing into the ground no 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 slander yeah that's what trump does he does he does do that he does mike pence yeah. VP candidate yeah. with Trump. Yeah. Ted Cruz is a wet blanket. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Mike Pence is like he's like a he's like a post that you've rubbed okay. for years and you've smoothed out all the edges. 
on Mike Pence. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? He's a smooth man. He's smooth and He's smooth to your touch. He's smooth to the touch. If you were to touch Mike Pence, that's correct. He would be very, very smooth. Along the wood grain. <laughs> Especially if he was just exfoliated. I, uh, or rubbed with some sort of mineral spirits. I just and I don't I don't want to get too into this. I know it's, but I really am curious how Mike Pence is going to work with Donald Trump. Mike Pence, for those who don't know, mm-hmm. is a um, very morally <laughs> yes superior individual. His record um, is all about Christian conservative values. And Donald Trump's record is all about being fantastic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he knows that the applies. Words. He's yeah. got the best That's words. Right. He know right. he knows all the words. Um He doesn't need to read any words. <laughs> he's they're all encoded in his brain. Pence is on the record as being uh politically and morally opposed to gambling. Really? Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> also has an opinion on gambling. Mm-hmm. Which is, if he makes money off of it, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of um, kind of him in a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Mike Pence, watching him, he was being interviewed on um, PBS News. That man, he's, he's kind of a perfect politician. He, what he did, and this is what the commentators even said he did. This is what a uh, guy from the New York Times, he's always on NPR, David Brooks. This okay. is what David Brooks said. Uh, on PBS News after uh, the Mike Pence interview. Mike Pence takes Donald Trump and he smooths out the edges, you know? (laughs) Basically is what David Brooks said. He takes it all and he just, you know, makes makes it all calm down a little Mm -hmm, bit. mm -hmm. So every question they asked, which were good, pertinent, you know, not hard-hitting, but, you know, decisive questions, right? Right, right. He was able to counter. He said, I don't think Donald Trump said that, or I don't think Donald Trump believes that. Donald Trump wants to throw out NAFTA entirely, doesn't believe in free trade. Right. Mike Pence says, well, Donald Trump does like NAFTA. Donald Trump just thinks there's problems with NAFTA, and it's supposed to be looked at every few years, and we should look at it every... We should look at it constantly. That is not what he said. (laughs) What, What is going to be interesting... Right. Is the one vice presidential debate. Um, That's right. Because whoever Hillary Hillary Clinton picks, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at this point. It's not going to happen. No, no, If it happened, I'd be so happy. I'd be so happy Um, on the record. (laughs) uh, Whoever she picks is going to have to sit there in the debate and say over and over, there was nothing that incriminating in the emails. They didn't find. They found all the incriminating emails. They're not yeah. that incriminating. She lied under oath, possibly, whatever. Right. Um, Which I believe all that happened. Yeah. I don't oh, care. Oh, it did. I don't care all that much. Well. But it did happen, I'm sure. My, my opinion is because the Republicans really want to find these emails because they're certain that there's something super incriminating in them. Right. The FBI already found emails that have top secret things in there that she didn't properly uh, conceal. Correct. If she was going to delete things, <laughs> probably would have gotten rid of those, too. Exactly. I think she just doesn't understand how technology works. Yeah. She's an and older... And then she lied. Yeah, she's an older lady. <laughs> she she did lie. Yeah. I will give everyone She that. lied. However, she lied... Because she didn't know how anything works. <laughs> she just doesn't get it. <laughs> Hillary, Not a great defense, right, by the way. Right. Hillary Clinton's uh, recreational computer activities mm-hmm. are solitaire. And Googling herself. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure she Googles herself. Um, and that's about it. That's about it. She, she probably, um, if they had pressed her about it, would have tried to make up something about how she's on computers all the time using that MySpace or <laughs> getting on Friendster. Oh, it's my next one that was Friendster. <laughs> um, and she just discovered this Facebook phenomenon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Facebook's you, on the way out. Have bro. you heard of the Facebook? It's, dude. Oh, the Facebook. The Facebook. For, for people our age, 
and younger, I feel like it's on the way out. Mm-hmm. I feel like Facebook is quickly becoming the um, the place for boomers. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. Twitter is even possibly on the outs. Nah. Possibly. I mean, nah. it's, 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 it's just teetering a little. It's not where the hip people did you, hang out. Did you hear the censorship thing with Twitter this week? Yeah. Did you hear about the Milo guy? Did you hear about this? Oh, don't. Don't even. Don't get, get you started. started. It's oh. a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. Right. I listened to that guy, by the way, the other way, the other day on Joe Rogan's podcast, mm-hmm. which I just started listening to. And not that I agree with him on basically anything, but he had some interesting things to say. It was it was interesting. It was I know, intrigued. By I know him. very little about him. Yeah. He's a he's a conservative journalist. All I need to know is that he is on the staff at Breitbart. Yeah. And I'm done. Well, I don't know anything about Breitbart. Breitbart makes Fox News look unbiased. Really? Yeah. Good to know. It's funny because Someone was texting me this week about how unbiased it is. Oh, huh? no, no. <laughs> In the sense that unbiased means they completely agree with whatever you said. Right, right. Now, this guy, this guy's a trip. He's uh, he's a gay man. Young young guy, probably in his early 30s or something. Oh, I did not know this. Yeah, he's a young gay British man. Doesn't change my Not really. But he is, he is a huge conservative Trump supporter. And he basically just says whatever he thinks, which I like in people. I'm not saying I vote for people who say whatever they think, but I like it in people when they say whatever the hell is on their mind because it's refreshing sometimes. You know what I mean? Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. This guy on the on the Joe Rogan podcast, you should listen to it. It's a recent episode. I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> not you, audience. Joe um, Rogan's overrated. Well, I like that show. Don't listen to Joe Rogan. Well, come on. The, the There's man- so many better podcasts out there. Don't listen to Joe Rogan. Whoa. Come on, give him his due. Nah, he's a libertarian. He well, yeah, I don't. I'm not down with libertarians. He, get, he gets way into that libertarian stuff. I haven't on heard his him podcast. get into it yet. Mm, can't do it. Okay, all right, fine. I haven't heard him get into it yet. I he talks about him. MMA too much. Well, yeah, he's a big MMA guy. I, I don't get. It. I don't like MMA. Well, I've I've never. Can, can we stop? Can we stop his parsing? Stand-up's not that funny. Can we not parse this to death? To death? No, just don't listen. Let's to not Joe parse Rogan. it. Anyway, this Milo guy. <laughs> <laughs> you should the, make, the Joe Rogan thing is tangential. You okay? should make a podcast just summarizing the latest episode of Joe Rogan's podcast, <laughs> so no one else has to listen to Joe Rogan's. They podcast. are three hours long, typically. Yeah, I know it's a commitment. Oh, and it's not worth it. <laughs> not worth it at all. <laughs> okay, he's number one right now, which is interesting. Number one comedy. That, right that just means that the same people who think that Trump is a viable candidate have <laughs> discovered his podcast. I don't think that Joe just a, a massive, Trump supporter. massive crowd of numbskulls. Anyway, moving on. The Smilo guy. He's a Gary Johnson supporter. Christ, I don't know who Jerry got. Gary, who? The Libertarian candidate. Is he the Libertarian candidate? Gary Johnson. I never even, well, of course I haven't heard of him. He's the Libertarian candidate. Do I know who the Green Party candidate is? No. Do I want to? Yes. Oh, that well, that was a surprising answer. I would like to know who the Green Party candidate is. You may be the only person on the planet that's ever said that. <laughs> Unless you're in Colorado. Okay. So. I mean, it, Joe Rogan. Oh, come the fuck <laughs> on. <laughs> this Milo guy. I don't know anything about him, so listen to this one episode, right? And then suddenly, two days later, after I listened to the episode, he's in the news, big time. Mm-hmm. He's banned from Twitter, which I think is a clear act of censorship on their part. Uh, what he did was he attacked Leslie Jones. Is that right? Well, who's in the new Ghostbusters movie? Attacked I, is probably a strong word. I don't know exactly what he did. I think he wrote a review that was unfavorable. <laughs> I mm. and then I think he invited people to tweet at her. Here, here's yeah. where it went crazy. Yeah. Um, it got super racist. Okay. Like N-Word and Coon and things like that. Really? Yeah. From his side? From everyone oh, from to everybody her. everybody to her. 
Yeah, that's for like twenty four hours. I'm not saying that's his fault, but that's uncalled for. This guy's a provocateur. This is what he does. You know what I mean? He goes out there and he stirs shit up, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's his fault. I don't know, but if that's what's happening to her, I could see why she left Twitter. So the first thing that happens is this all happens. She leaves Twitter, and then consequently, he's banned from Twitter. They they deactivate his account, right? Which is a clear act of. I mean, I don't I don't know Nathan if anyone. If anyone's account should be deactivated, well, and, unless they're saying, you know, in, unless they're actively, you know, the whole thing for the First Amendment, right, goes back to fire, it, shouting fire in the theater. Yeah. Right. That's where it ends. You know what I mean? Here, the, the, here's the other thing. Though. Yeah. Twitter has always had a policy. They just haven't actively right. enforced said policy. Correct. Correct. And they've been... Um, very very upfront about their policy right they just haven't again done anything people complain saying this person is doing this blah 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 and twitter goes yeah and and here's the here's an interesting caveat to all this twitter's a private company you know what i mean mm-hmm. twitter is not a function of our government you know what i mean twitter's right. not like you and i having a conversation that we're not recording, <laughs> by the way. Right. But, you know, so it's it's interesting when we sort of make our public forum through this private company. And they do have they do have certain things within their power. They have policies. We all agree to it when we sign up to an account. So they can cancel your account. It's not like it's not like gagging you, you know what I mean? So that you can't talk or taking you out of a public space. You know what right, I mean? Right. It, they are a private company at the end of the day. At the same time, though, it's this weird line, and this is where I'm kind of interested in the story, right? It's this weird line where, you know, our digital lives are being funneled through these companies, whereas, you know, our regular lives are not. You know what I mean? So it's like you can say whatever you want in the world, but if you want to say it to your 100, you know, 10,000, whatever, how many followers you have, it's a different story. That's not necessarily true, though. What do you mean? You can't say whatever you want in the real world. Well, that's true. There are consequences. I mean, you can, but there are consequences. Sure. Online, that's where the issue is. For the most part, (sighs) there are no consequences for what you say. Right. You can say whatever you want. Most of the time, people don't even know who is saying the thing. Right. That's being said. You're pretty anonymous. Yeah. Whereas uh, if I were to walk up to someone on the street and say, I don't right now go to any article yeah. on Yahoo True. and scroll down to the first Obama comment. <laughs> it should be about three down. Right. Does not matter what it's about. <laughs> um if I were to walk up to anyone and say the things that they say directed towards them mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. in real life, um it it may not be a legal right. <laughs> consequence, right? But it might be a uh, my face hurts afterwards <laughs> consequence. consequence. Yeah, certainly. Well, it's just interesting, you know. It's interesting, kind of where uh, where free speech fits into the context when we talk about online. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I believe in a free internet. I really, truly do. I think that hey, it's this new amazing thing, this way for us to communicate yeah we're gonna have to deal with jackasses on there right we do you know but i i I genuinely believe in a free internet i also understand twitter's position yeah but you know and i understand i understand all the positions i guess i understand leslie jones's position of being like what the fuck (laughs) you know right and and leaving twitter because she acted in a movie you know what i mean it's a movie at the end of the fucking day i i'm uh I'm trying to find what he actually said. Uh, there, it's it was in the New York Times and it, it was on BuzzFeed. One is credible, one is not. Because I, <laughs> all all I'm finding is, and this is enough to make you dislike. The guy. Oh, there's plenty to um, dislike. Yeah. His catchphrase is "feminism is a cancer." So that's one of them. He's he's very. Listening to him on uh, on Joe's show, Joe Rogan's show, I don't know him personally, it was like he was saying so many positive, not positive, he was saying so many things that could sort of be appealing to a guy, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way. Well, I mean, it was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Well, That's yeah. Well, the only group of people and who this, did on there. Well, and, 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 and to the point where I was like, you know, like, okay. It made me perk up a little bit more. You know what I mean? He was saying things that sort of like, I don't know. I don't know, Nathan. I don't know if it's something that, it's not anything I thought in the back of my mind, but it's just stuff like, it's just talking about, like, the nature of men. You know what I mean? Right. And I found that interesting. He's, like, talking about how, like, there's this, you know, I don't know, the, the, you know, there's a, there can be aggressive tendencies in, mm-hmm. in guys. And I think that's probably a real thing. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. We try to downplay it, but it's real, you know? I mean, no, it's, it's definitely it's real. It's part of our evolution, you know what I mean? That we well, have aggressive tendencies. It's a, you know. And finding, testosterone. Yes, yeah, testosterone. And finding a way to channel that in a in a you know socially acceptable way is a big part of growing up. I feel like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. So just things about that that I found really interesting. But interspersed with that were like really asshole things to say too. They were sort of funny, you know, at the same time because he was being so outrageous. But you know, anyway, anyway, right. I can't find anything. Okay, fine. It's it's, it's, it's very unhelpful. Yeah. And I don't know what he said. I don't care what he said. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say, if you sign on to a website, follow their rules of conduct. Yeah, you That's have That's all to. there is to that, it. It's true. It is true. If you walk into a restaurant, you have to follow their rules to be in there. You don't walk in with, you know, your penis hanging. <laughs> it's specifically against the rules at every Red Lobster. I can't tell you how many Wendy's I've been in. Like, you have to leave. You right. don't have shoes on. On on Twitter, if you aren't supposed to, you know, cyber bully people, don't do it. Don't do it. That's all there is. That's it. That's it. And um, don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, There's literally no reason. <laughs> Doesn't this kind of lead into... I think you had something you wanted to bring to well, the table tonight. It sort of leads It's on the other it. side. It's on the other side. So I feel like Joe Rogan and his cronies are on the ultimate far right side. Not like far, far right where it's like Nazis, right. but like to the far right extreme, you know. Libertarian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, they're the far right. That's the far right. You go far enough right, you're libertarian. Right. Yeah. And I don't like the far right. Okay. I also don't like the far left. Yep. Far anything is always bad. It's true. There is no... It's true. No, it's true. I mean, I... I mean, I think you and I... I don't know about you, but I definitely identify... I, in general, with liberal values. You know what I mean? Like, I'm basically a liberal. I'm, I might even be a communist. I don't know. But I... Uh, not in a real way. But mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> I do not. Um... But yeah, I mean, I think we're both probably pretty moderate people at the end of the day. Oh, I'm very moderate. Yeah. Here, I mean, here, here's, and I, I heard it explained this way one time, and I can't disagree with it because it's the perfect way of explaining it. Okay. Um, Democrats and liberals are idealistic dreamers. Correct. And Republicans and conservatives are realistic to a fault correct okay so on the one side you have the liberals and democrats and who want everything to be free for everyone no one ever has to suffer blah 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 that's great but it's not always realistic correct then on the other side (laughs) you have um the people going everything's fine we don't need to ever change anything (laughs) it's it's not beneficial to change things <laughs> right. because they're being realistic about how much they like their current situation. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. So um, then the, the libertarians are so far right that they're like, not only do we not need to change anything, we should undo everything we've ever changed forever. There should be no government. I well, no. and where and the Tea Partiers are on the way to that. I mean, the Tea Party. The Tea Party is in between Libertarian and, and Republican, but also different. I I really dislike the Tea Party people. Just saying. Well, I, I th- this whole thing about the Constitution fetishizing the Constitution is mm-hmm. insane. You know what I mean? Things change. Yes. Um, Over the course of... As witnessed by the defense of the Second Amendment. Amendment. 
Exactly. Uh, it wasn't in the original. Because I'm defending it and citing the, the, the forefathers because they did. It was an amendment. It was, it was after. It was after. <laughs> and also, the whole thing is built so that it can be amended. Mm-hmm. Amending mm-hmm. is change. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what were those voices that just came in there? Oh, was, we of, have some very opinionated ghosts in here. Bunch of turds. God, um, turd ghosts. Anyway, so I don't. I don't like the far right. Right. With their tea party and and their. Nut jobbery. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh-huh. on the left, however, is a whole new level yeah. of nut jobbery. I know. Where everything is ultimately, um, like, you have to be as politically correct as humanly possible. Oh, Everyone is ex- should be exactly the same all the time. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> Uh, we're not allowed to acknowledge that there are differences between genders, races, anything. People. Uh, it, cultures. E- everyone yeah. is the same. You know what, Nathan? Um, <laughs> it's a, I just want to say this real quick. It's just a quick interjection. Melting pot was, yeah. the, was the old way. Mm-hmm. It's a salad. That's, it's a salad bowl. That's true. We retain our identities, but it's, we're all mixed together. Well, and... Um, and that salad dressing is freedom. <laughs> <laughs> but don't take too much of the salad dressing. You'll get fat. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> on, on on this this far left, this is this person annoys me exactly as much as Joe Rogan, who is just oh come his on, podcast hammering at home. God, um, <laughs> I just um, started listening to it. Um, Leave me alone. <laughs> Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. If you're not familiar from the TV show Girls. TV show Girls. If you're not familiar with the TV show Girls. Eh. I don't know what else she's done. Eh. Was she stand-up or anything? Uh, No. Writing. She, yeah. Small furniture? Yeah. Film? Tiny furniture. Tiny, Is it furniture. tiny furniture. Tiny furniture. I don't know. I, I made it half an hour into that. Didn't watch it. Okay. okay. So, people like Lena Dunham. People... Yeah say she's very very smart genius yeah etc not to be sexist she's got a nice face anyway does she ah, yeah a pretty good face I mean, it's <laughs> attached to her head oh, i don't no. i haven't oh, analyzed no. lena dunham's face i don't know how her face is <laughs> okay moving on so people like lena dunham yes i don't get it i've tried to get it i have uh as previously said Tried watching Tiny Furniture, didn't didn't finish. didn't care for it. Didn't finish. Yeah, couldn't do it. It was unwatchable. Was it me. depressing? It looked depressing. Eh. Okay. I mean, it's if you were to come up with a parody of an indie movie, okay, it felt like that to me. Interesting. So, like, not that she was trying to parody it, but like she was trying to be overly indie. <laughs> Gotcha. If, if that makes gotcha. sense. Gotcha. Like if there's a document of it, if there's a holy grail, mm-hmm. and not a holy grail, there's a Ten Commandments of Indy. Yeah. She was so, trying to follow so, it. So much uh, quirk in that movie. Lots Just of quirk. quirky left and right. Unnecessary quirk. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I tried watching Girls. Okay. Made it two episodes in. Couldn't do it. Okay. Which I will say that one. I believe is firmly because um, it's not meant for me. I'm not a 20-something-year-old female living in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's not your audience. No, no. Um, You should listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I said it's not my my show, not that I hate myself. Gotcha. Okay. uh, All right. Girls is not... The same way that Sex in the City was not for you. Right. Girls is not for you. Exactly. I've watched Sex in the City... Because my wife likes Sex in the Sea. Sure. Do I ever laugh or even get it? <laughs> I don't. There's a lot of talking about about shoes and men. Uh, I can't relate to anything. Yeah. Usually I zone out or think about the uh, Royals game. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I No. Yeah, I get it. No, I it's funny this analysis of guys and and when it comes to girls because i feel like it's pretty simple yeah like it's i mean i'm i've been a man for 30 
uh, for like 15, five 20, years, yeah. 20 years, yeah, 15, yeah. 20 years. I mean, yeah. the change was hard, but here I am. Um, I've had some time. By the way, that that joke would offend. Leave Maybe it dumb. dumb. Uh, anyway, okay. you've had some time. I've had some time being a man, and I just don't... We're people. Mm-hmm. It's not that complicated. Yeah. But we are people. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. 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 The stereotypes are somewhat true. Yeah. Well, I mean, all stereotypes come from a place where it can be truthful. True. Um, just a lot of it's true. just taken <laughs> to an extreme in some cases. Correct. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. Uh, so, couldn't get behind girls. Uh, I even went so far knowing that Judd Apatow, who I think is a brilliant writer, director. Yes. Sure. Uh, likes Lena Dunham. Big okay. fan of Lena Dunham. Okay. Produced Girls. Helped oh, really? write an episode or two of Girls. Didn't know that. Um, likes Lena. I mean, big fan. Clearly. So I'm like, okay, there. I have to be missing something. So I went as far into the Lena Dunham rabbit hole as I could. Okay. And I got her audiobook of her memoir, which if you're in your 20s and you're writing a memoir, <laughs> I mean, it better be good. It better be very well Well, written. look at it this way. There's a big proportion of childhood that has to be in there because not a, not a lot has happened. It, it was um, <laughs> for the part that I made it through, Yeah, which was 20 minutes. Of the audiobook. I believe it was roughly eight hours, and I made it 20 minutes okay. and stopped. And <laughs> what is that to in the dogs? Library. What is that in dogs? Uh, I made it exactly half <laughs> of a Sharpay. <laughs> that would not live. Half a Sharpay. <laughs> um, uh, it was a lot of college sexual exploits. Oh. Has she slept with women? But I... Not in the first 20 minutes of her okay. memoir. <laughs> it's just a question there I have to There was a whole chapter that, uh, it was the stopping point, where she talked about how she had friends she liked to cuddle with. Oh, that's fine. Cuddling's fine. Yeah, it's fun. It's not a chapter of a <laughs> memoir. <laughs> anyway, so I still didn't get it. You have a point. And I found, I've, I've decided it's just because I genuinely dislike her. Okay. You're not a Dunham. <laughs> this is a perfect example of why, this week, Lena Dunham threw a fit, saying that um, when we, as white people... Yeah. First off. Of which... You know where this is going, yeah. white guilt. Yeah, white Here guilt. Here we go. Um, That's why I drink. Eat... <laughs> Eat food of any sort of ethnicity okay. that is not cooked exactly the way it was made in that home country. <sighs> it is cultural appropriation, and we shouldn't we shouldn't call it that. So, for instance, Chinese food yeah. should be called China inspired food. Oh, oh, oh! It's not politically correct oh. now to go to the Panda Express. And call it Chinese food. Ugh. And Ugh. some would argue it's not correct to call it food at all. But <laughs> you have to call it China-inspired food. Um. <laughs> Italy-inspired food. Oh. Uh, Indian-inspired food. I Here's my response to that. <laughs> my response to that is this, man. Mm-hmm. And I've heard this said by other by other smart people. Who has time for all this bullshit? I, there are real... <laughs> pardon me for a second. There are real problems in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are... People are starving. Yeah. People are dying. Yeah. We've had like fucking four... Uh, internationally. Yeah. We've had like a handful of shootings this week. Yeah. Just yeah. this week. Yeah. Who gives a fuck if you call it Chinese food or Chinese inspired food? It's made by fucking Chinese people. Sometimes. Usually it's made <laughs> right. by Mexicans these days. But the Chinese people own the restaurant and, you know, if- maybe their kids run it. I've been to those kind of situations where, like, you have to order from, like, an eight-year-old. Yeah. It's really... They're very annoyed by you being there. It's a whole thing. Here's here's a question I have. If you eat Chinese food that's made by a Mexican, 
<laughs> and then you try to replicate that dish at home. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Do you have to call it uh, <laughs> Mexico-inspired, Chinese-inspired food? Interpreted by Caucasian? Chinese-inspired. Look, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. White white people have done some fucked up stuff. No one is contesting that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've done some bad things. Uh, I we... have a theory, and this is the first time I've ever publicly voiced this theory. I've voiced it to a couple friends. Oh, is this going to get us in trouble? It might. Okay. White people come from Europe. We all came from Africa. We are all Africans. It's uh-huh. just how long have we been out of Africa? Right. How right. much have we changed since we left Africa? Human race came from africa a cradle of civilization and whatnot yes precisely we're all africans okay now i'm not contesting that shit has gone wrong for africans slash black people in general since africa it clearly has white people are a product of a european environment correct that is true okay that is true it's cold there's snow there's our skin got paler Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. We we have a lot of body hair, for example. Okay. Because it got cold, right? Sure. Am I wrong about these things? Sure. Okay. White people came from an area where resources were limited. Right. Sure, we had wood. Sure, we had this and that. We didn't have a plethora of crops and such. We didn't have a lot to go on. Okay. So we made boats. We got in the water and we went places. Now we fucked shit up because when we got there, we conquered people and destroyed them and made them slaves, etc. All bad things. Mm-hmm. My contention is this: had we have come from somewhere else, it doesn't matter if we have been if if it if Europe had if Europe had made people purple, then purple people would be bad. Yeah, it's about where we came from it's about resources right. and a lack thereof it's not something inherently wrong with white people right. that we conquered people we just conquered people it's what we did it's consequential that we happen to be this color am i wrong you're you're not wrong okay um i'm not apologizing i mean i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that we I'm not saying that I'm not I'm not minimizing anything that's happened here, at all. Here's here's my thought on the whole thing. Okay. As, as a white person, yeah, I'm fully aware of our history. Yeah, crusades, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. all bad, all bad, bad. a lot of bad, lots of bad. If you look at, I mean, even the best things that white people did, yeah, bad for someone. Surely, <laughs> surely, um, none of those people it was bad for. Yes, I don't think would care (laughs) whether we labeled our version of their food as inspired by you're right or that food you're right i'm making it a bigger thing right now Uh, but you're correct you see you're you're trying to argue on the level of lena dunham whereas my thought micro the um, micro level no you you're you're making you're making things a big deal she's made it a big deal yeah it's food oh no 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 no! you're right no no i was look i was using no the, i i know i was using doing. china inspired to launch into my whole mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about and maybe it's white guilt that makes me think these things but i and i'm not again i'm not apologize i'm not i mean apologize is the wrong word i'm not minimizing any of it it's all fucking horrible right i get it yeah it's as much as i can get it it's it's horrid you know but i but in a in that position, mm-hmm. I don't think there's an inherently there's no gene for race. By the way, guys, right? You know, I don't think there's inherently anything different about white people versus. By the way, white people is a misnomer. We're all different. You know what I mean? I'm English. You're probably some kind of Norwegian or something. I'm I'm uh I'm black. <laughs> you're not black. <laughs> you're not. This black. is a podcast. No one can see me. I'm black. The, the, Google Nathan Badley. Don't you do will, that. You will see that he is not black. Um, That's an imposter. Listen, there's not, I'm just saying that there's nothing inherently bad about people with this color of skin. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. 
I think that's the same argument as saying there's nothing inherently bad about people of another color of skin. Well, there's no. nothing inherently bad about anyone, you know, it's based on their genetics. No, it's it's not genetically an issue at all. Correct. Um, where it has been an issue and is not as much an issue now, I like to think. Right. Hopefully not. Right. Um, is a cultural thing. Right. Whereas where in white white culture, the uh, white American culture, yeah, specifically, right. I'm sure in Europe it was this way too. They just don't have as many different, you know, groups of people to deal with, right? So Correct. I don't know. Correct. No. Yeah. Um, culturally, <laughs> for many, 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 many years, white people were told, "You are superior." <laughs> right. Um. And I like to think that this has gone down. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't see as many white supremacists as I assumed there were in the 20s. Right. For instance. Right. With no. that said, David Duke does have a radio show. Hey. So, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> all, all I know is the day I see a China-inspired buffet. Oh, God. Is the day i i find a different buffet is she saying and i for all i know she's brilliant because people love her and whatever yeah okay i I haven't i haven't watched anything literally that she's done but is she saying that the only place to get chinese food is in china yeah prepared by chinese cultural appropriation this cold cultural cultural appropriation thing is bullshit by the way yeah it's bullshit right yeah I mean, I mean, there are instances. Are we are we going to take hamburgers away from China? No, because that's cultural. <laughs> well, maybe we should because it's cultural appropriation right. of Americans. That you can have your general sows that we have right. appropriated. Dude, I went to Peru. There's they their big restaurants are KFC, Burger King, mm-hmm. and fucking McDonald's. This is where they want to go. Now that's wrong. I don't like that. There should be a great Peruvian restaurant they want to go to. Not this bullshit franchise that's crossed the whole world over. Fuck that. But it's there, and it's happening. I think KFC's pretty good, though. No, it's not really that good. It's it's, horrible. It's The mashed potatoes, but... It's like my seventh or eighth favorite fried chicken fast food place. If you put the macaroni on top of the mashed potatoes, it's not bad. Look, my argument is kind of the same thing about the men are bad argument, right? Well, I mean, we are. Lena well, Dunham said so. Uh, clearly we are. God, we've gotten so political lately. I, I want to get away from this. I really do, but I just have to get it out of my system. It's been building. It's been building, Nathan. And and I don't, I don't want to turn people off, but damn, dude. Like, yeah, men are, men are on top. We've been on top. It's fucked up. I get that. But, like, we're not bad. We are the way that we are. You know what I mean? And there are more similarities between men and women than there are differences. We're all fucking human beings, first of all. Wait, We've what? All, yeah. <laughs> you didn't know. Oh, We've crap, all, man. like, trekked. Look, it, th- this is the way I think. Anyone that's made it this far, we've traveled through not to go back to last episode we've traveled through time in the sense that we've evolved to be these amazing fucking creatures that can send shit out of our out of our solar system you know what i mean or god created us exactly well we can at least roughly three thousand we can at least say four thousand years ago this is the pinnacle (laughs) to me okay look you are so upset right i am i've never been (laughs) i'm so mad and i've never been mad on the show what's wrong What's wrong? It's the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, you, He's fucking with me. He's mm-hmm, in my head. Mm-hmm. Which is not a good place for Joe I Rogan know. to be. The only good place for Joe Rogan to be is far away. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think that's where he's trying to go. Look, the pinnacle of human achievement, not cultural achievement, just technological achievement to me, is the fact that we now have... Stuff crust Spacecraft. Pizza? Well, that... Oh. Spacecraft. Yeah. Sounds like stuffed crust pizza. It's not stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> we we have spacecraft that are making their way out of our solar system. Right. 
you know, these are the Voyager 1 and Voyager 2. That's the pinnacle of our achievement to me, in a way. Right. Because uh, as far as we know, we're the only fucking things that have ever done anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which kind of makes Carl Sagan the ultimate human, but eh, he's not the only person that worked on those things. Anyway, (laughs) Carl Sagan got around. Did you know that? Carl Sagan had, like, people interested in... Carl Sagan's cock. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you be? No, but like, <laughs> I, but I can see how. But I admire, like, what I mean, you know, the guy that describes everything in dandelions is mm-hmm. like also really sexy to some people. That's cool. Um, so besides Beethoven and like, you know, string theory. Let's not go down that rabbit hole again. Oh, besides, like just amazing shit that curing of diseases whatever yeah yeah moments where we've done good shit in the slew of bad shit we've Mm -hmm. done as a human race you know i think that i think that the fact that we are by proxy traveling outside of the solar system now is intense that's happening right now it's going to take a while i think for the voyagers to get out of here well yeah but when they do you know I mean, that's insane. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. beyond anything that we could think to do. Right. But we did it. And you We're, know yeah. You know what happens then. Uh, the aliens kill us all? We find an alien planet. Yeah, probably. And we culturally appropriate all <laughs> things. <laughs> Dreams do come true. <laughs> Sushi jackknife? Sushi jackknife. Yeah. I mean, I could keep talking, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good button yeah yeah why not good night everybody i'm a very nice person 